1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Celtic go into the League Cup final top of the table after a dramatic night in the Premiership Rangers were held at Petaudry as Scott Brown struck late in the east end of Glasgow Motherwell were the other big winners seeing off St Mirren and now all eyes on Hamden this Sunday I'm Gordon Duncan joining me tonight is Gordon DL and Mark Wilson Yeah Gordon it was an incredible night of football last night so dramatic I don't think really anyone really expected it to, to go that way we all thought the fire which would come at the weekend but we had a little preview last night Rangers uh, a very difficult place to go Petaudry and I said that uh, on the show on Sunday uh, regardless of what people thought and Aberdeen done incredibly well to get back in the game and Celtic just right at the end where you thought they had blew their chance to go ahead it's our captain the man that they rely on so often that comes up and nicks the winner so now I'm guessing It'll be interesting to see What the fans think About formations About guys that are left out About injuries We're starting to get a real feel For who's fit for the cup final Come Sunday I mean, So many questions Gordon In the league It's advantage Celtic After last night But then you ask yourself How does it affect Sunday It might not affect Sunday at all But it's a question worth asking You then look at the two team lines Last night Did we get any clues As to who might be left out Who was rested Who might play It is all set up For a fantastic weekend Yeah And one we're looking forward to Gordon Uh, You're looking at three sleeps now And I know we've been Counting them down On the show Uh, Absolutely fantastic Looking forward to Sunday Any clues on last night You know You hear today That Barisic may be You know Struggling for it Edward's a big talking point Elia Nusi at Celtic I was sitting watching the football last night thinking, right, if you're both Rangers and Celtic, get through tonight, get your victories. Uh, difficult place to go, Petaudry, obviously. And obviously, Hamilton at home is a difficult uh, game. And you're thinking, get your victories, make sure no injuries, and then gear up towards Sunday. At quarter past eight, I'm thinking, everything's going fine. Rangers are cruising at Petaudry. Celtic are beating Hamilton 1 now. You're thinking, well, it's just a matter of time that the games have won. We'll look forward to Sunday But an incredible night last night as well 0141 That's the number you need to get in touch tonight Don't hang about There is no time for hanging about on a weekend like this Get your calls in Or send us a tweet at Clyde SSB It's all quite simple What did you make of last night? How does it impact Sunday? What about the teams? What about guys that, that played last night? Should they stay in? Who was rested last night that you think will come back in? So many questions. We're hoping you can help us answer them. 01419511025. Let's hear from Stephen Gerrard. He says complacency crept into the Rangers side as they threw away the two-goal lead at Aberdeen. Uh, now two points behind Celtic at the top of the league. The Ibrox boss says it wasn't good enough. I think you've seen two sides. It was tonight, I thought, for... Uh... I don't know the exact minute, but maybe 35, 40 minutes. I thought we were outstanding, very dominant, controlling the game, playing at such a fantastic level. Um, I'm so pleased on the side. And then we can see the silly goal at a bad time. And I think it flipped the whole momentum of the game. Um, I think we got too, too confident at 2-0. We stopped doing the things that uh, got us that lead. I think we, we need to... Manage games better, especially when you're away to your rivals. You go 2 0 up, you, the first thing you think is get to half time. Get to half time, 2 0 up, and then we can talk at half time. To concede the goal, 
uh, like that was disappointing. Um, and I've got to look for my leaders in the team there to try and get us to half time, 2 0 up. So that was disappointing. And then I, I never got the reaction I wanted, second half. I mean, there are different ways of. Dropping two points at Pitodri Sometimes if you were to take a step back And say well it is one of the most difficult places to go In the league or it should be It's not the end of the world for a result like that But Stephen Gerrard mentions Gordon It was more the fact that after 40 minutes That looked an impossibility Because Aberdeen were miles off it Rangers were so much in control And then it just flipped in its head I was sitting watching the game Gordon And you're thinking Celtic went up there 4-0 at half time Rangers could easily be 4-0 up at half time Game over 2-0, cruise control, playing terrific, good football, get the freedom of Petordry to go and pass the ball, everybody wanting on it, creating chances. Then, as Stephen Gerrard said, goals change games. And you've got to look at it from an Aberdeen point. They needed something because they were dreadful up until that point. But for Rangers, the goal was a horrendous goal to lose, Gordon, especially in the timing of well as well. And it gave Aberdeen a lift. And Rangers didn't recover from that. Stephen Gerrard there yeah. saying, Mark, he felt that they, they took the foot off the gas, yeah. essentially. They stopped doing the things that they were doing at 2 0. Yeah, he's completely right with his assessment of, of the game. You know, you get in at 2 0, uh, you regroup, you know, and you go out and do a professional job in the, the second half. That one goal just makes all the difference because the game becomes a wee bit edgy then. Even when you come out at half time, you're saying to your team, get another goal, and this kills it. But it just gives Aberdeen. That lifeline coming back out for the second half. I think the the worrying thing, or or, or thing that may concern Stephen Gerrard, is the the types of goals he's losing. You know, at, against teams. I mean, Aberdeen were were really poor last night. Nobody can deny that. Yet they score a kind of scrappy, you know, easy goal to to cut through the defence. You look back at Hamilton as well. Not particularly great going forward, but they lose. Rangers end up losing a, a sloppy goal there as well Where they look well in control Come Sunday They're they're up against a totally different animal And and an attacking force who will go at that defence and test them These goals came with teams who hadn't really tested their back four And that will be a concern for, for Stephen Gerrard come Sunday A big night at Celtic Park as well We're going to hear from Neil Lennon very soon Let's speak to James first though James is a Rangers fan from Canvas Lang Sum it up for us last night James Hi, um, obviously about the result fuming last night um, after being 2 up after 30 minutes um, and I know that we have to beat what's in front of us we should be we should be winning that game last night regardless but I just wondered what, what the thoughts were on the physicality in the game up here and I felt that there could have been there could have been more protection and, and more fluidity in the game after there was fouls called and, and cards given I think there was 19 fouls and, and 2 yells for Aberdeen yeah, James, your line's coming and going a little bit, but we could we could certainly hear the gist of the point. Gordon James is querying the physicality was the word. I've got to say, I like referees to let the game flow, Gordon. Uh, I don't like just to see cars getting produced um, all of a sudden. But I thought John Beaton last night, for instance, Sam Cosgrove. I was sitting watching the game, thinking, how many are you going to get away with here? And it wasn't like it was, you know, one of those ones you would go, I'll give you the benefit of doubt. He knew exactly as ex-players what he was doing. He came in late. He was trying to upset the Rangers players. He was trying to be physical. Um, and I couldn't believe it. And I totally, as I say, I admire referees that try and, and, and keep that card in their pocket because it is very hard. But I just thought that he should have stamped his authority on the game quicker. And I think there's one or two little 
niggly tackles from both sides, let's say, because it did turn into when 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 tackles happen, then other players jump into the mode of saying, "Well, I need to start protecting myself." And you get in a little bit late, you get in hard for the ball, you sometimes get in a bit reckless. I don't think it was a massively what you would say a dirty game, but I think it was a game that could have been handled a little bit better. Uh, so James Gordon very much agrees with you What about from a, a Rangers perspective In terms of the things that they could control Because obviously the refereeing decisions Is always something that's going to frustrate fans on, on nights like that What about from Rangers perspective What could they have done better? Well I think there was half a mind in the game on Sunday um, I think there's maybe two not up Let's conserve energy Or not get an injury or whatever But you can't do that You're going to drop points And, and we have done um, but I'd, I'd like to go back now. I think that I, I would say Aberdeen are a dirty team, and I'm not using that as an excuse because we've got better players, better squad, to spend more money than them. We should be able to beat them regardless of how they play. But you've got to draw the line somewhere. There's got to be some protection afforded, and there's got to be some consideration of the state of the game and how good it is to watch as well. Look, I, I wouldn't agree with you saying Aberdeen's a dirty team. I think they're physical when they need to be physical. Agree with you there James Rangers have got better players um, They should be able to beat Aberdeen So Aberdeen have to Have to find a way Of unsettling A better team a Better set of players And with being physical That's the way they went about it in the day I wouldn't say it's dirty But if that's the case then Yeah Rangers do need to be stronger They're 2-0 up Stephen Gerrard even says it That's where mm. he needs his real leaders To stand up If Aberdeen are being physical To try and get back in the game well, Rangers collectively have to be stronger to see that out. I mean, James, I, I, I totally get the frustration because we've all been there and Gordon even agrees with you. But as Mark just pointed out, Aberdeen came out the traps and were very physical right from the off. But Rangers completely dominated the game and went 2-0 up. So the physicality wasn't a problem at that point in the game in terms of the result. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not using, using that as an excuse for the game last night. I think we capitulated after half an hour. We're not capitulated. We, we, we kind of took the foot off the gas and thought we'd won it. That's why we lost. Last, that's why we drew last night. Sorry. And hey, two two all at Petardry isn't a, a terrible result. It's it's not ideal considering the tightness of the title race, but it's not a terrible result. And um, what I'm what what my point is regarding the physicality is just a more general more general point okay. the game up here. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that is fair, and that's something I think we've been yeah. <laughs> we've we've heard before, and we will hear again because no one likes to see. If there's a perception that rules are getting continually broken How could you make a case that that reflects well? I don't think you can James, just before we move on I want to ask you if you think it impacts Sunday on any way Whether that's psychologically, whether it's personnel Does it have any impact on Sunday? Uh, I suppose the it's a good game to bounce back to um, You know, you want the games to come quicker If you if you drop points like that And couldn't ask for a better game to do that I know from Um so I don't think it'll change the mentality, um, maybe personnel, but who can you bring in now? I mean, it's been a pretty solid back four um, since the start of the season. Once Hellander got, got kind of embedded into the mm. team. So, no, I don't think it'll change much, to be honest. All of a sudden, the potential loss of Borna Barisic mm. looks like a big one, Gordon. He's gone from being a guy who's been much maligned, couldn't hold down a place in the team, and now looks like he, that would be a massive blow if he wasn't to make it on... Sunday He's had bruising in his foot He has a doubt He's been getting injections We'll just have to wait And see if he makes it I do agree I think it would be A, a big blow for Rangers I've got to say um, James said there That you know The the, the back four Has been steady in the half 
I thought there were signs last night, Gordon. I was a bit concerned about Rangers back four. I'm talking about the full lot of them. I thought, don't know what Tavernier's doing for the first goal. I really don't. I don't know what the two centre halves are doing for the first goal. Their positions are absolutely dreadful. Helander, to me, is a terrific one to one defender. But where I think he gets problems is if the full back goes forward and there's a space in that inside position, he lacks pace. And I think that Rangers have got to be careful. Flanagan, you can make an excuse for Flanagan because he's not played a lot of football. And I didn't think he particularly looked comfortable. I think after the, the, the period of the 35-40 minutes where Rangers were absolutely excellent, you've got to say, dominated, controlled it, then all of a sudden that bad goal that they gave away mm-hmm. defensively, they went to pieces for me after that. And you look at Cosgrove, for instance, from the header. He should bury that, Gordon. Oh, he really should, shouldn't he? should he? bury that. Yeah. But you can argue that, we'll, we'll get it tonight, you can argue that Rangers mm. should have had a penalty as well. Over the piece, a good night for Celtic in the sense that they went top of the table. So, of course, it was a good night. But Neil Lennon clearly had some concerns about the performance. He says he believes thoughts of Sunday's Cup final had crept into the players' minds as they struggled more than usual last night. It was Scott Brown's injury time goal to hand them a 2-1 win. Uh, Lennon says it wasn't exactly a joy to watch. I didn't enjoy it. The psychology of sport, you know, you guys all asking me yesterday about the cup final. There's no doubt subconsciously that would have been preying on some of their minds going into the game tonight. I think you could feel it in the atmosphere around the stadium as well. So there's times the portions of the game will be flat. And then the psychology towards the end where we looked a little bit tired. And that's mental fatigue, not physical fatigue. And then the psychology of the game again, they equalise and all of a sudden we go, come to life again, get the goal from Scott. And um, I think we deserve to win. We deserve to win the game, no question. But then, um, yeah, you could just feel, even before the game, that it was always going to be a difficult game for us to negotiate. Marco's a Celtic fan on the line. Is that what you would put it down to, Marco? Do you think there was one eye on Sunday? Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. But also the amount of uh, changes that... Uh, Lennon made as well, particularly in defensive areas as well. I think when you make so many changes, it upsets the kind of rhythm of the team as well, you know. Uh, but I was really, I, I think the for me the fundamental thing that happened last night was was almost like giving us a glance, a sort of glimpse into what's going to happen um, in the business end of the season because. And Gordon just said there that Rangers uh, went to pieces. Uh, that was his exact words, actually, after um, Aberdeen equalised. And that's exactly what happened. Yet, conversely, when Celtic lost uh, you know, that equaliser there at the 90th minute last night, but still managed to find a way to win. For me, this is the difference between the two teams. Um, and on Sunday's game, um, I think we'll see that as well. Because it, the pressure for me, I think... I think Hugh said something about the pressure was equal for both Celtic and Rangers on Sunday. I don't think so because Rangers have got much more pressure purely because it's their first trophy for years. Celtic could get away with losing the game on on Sunday. Now, none of us want that for the sake of momentum and all, and we don't want to to lose that trophy. But it wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be a disaster for Celtic to lose on Sunday. But for Rangers to lose that game, not only would it be them not getting their first trophy in years, but it would then hand the momentum back to Celtic again as well for the rest of the league, league campaign. You know, it's an interesting one that Marco. And by the way, I, I don't know the answer to this. So I'm just sort of putting it back to you though, because of Celtic's dominance. You're you're saying that sort of takes a bit of the pressure off. But surely you could argue it 
puts it on Because if Celtic have been so dominant When the day comes that they do lose a trophy The the shock, the surprise, the, the outrage if you like Would be perhaps higher than if Rangers failed to win yeah, on Sunday I, I, don't, I don't see it that way no. Because um, you can't be expected to win forever yeah, that's uh, true. Gordon, you know, this is the thing There's no Celtic have got no divine right to win every, every trophy For the rest of the, the you know the, the rest of existence really You know, they're, they're going to lose sometimes So for me, um, I'm actually more See, it's a strange one, right? If someone, someone had given me the choice of uh, us being two points clear um, with last night's results, especially the way Celtic won it, and winning the game on Sunday, I would, do you know something? I'd probably take the, 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 the lead at the, the top just now because for me, it's all about the 10 in a row thing. You know, the League Cup is a League Cup. It's a good good to win. But for me, it's about Europe and winning the, winning the title this season. If Celtic can get into... See the last 16 of Europe And win the title again I would quite happily Give up the two cups You know To be honest with you You know Very, yeah, ki- uh, very uh, kind of you Marco <laughs> uh, I've got to say Can I just say Before Mark So that I can even this up A little bit As much as I said That I thought that Rangers defence was poor After the 40 minutes That Stephen Gerrard Was talking about there I thought the goal That Celtic lost last night Was a poor goal But well done to Hamilton And let me say I think the winner If I'm Hamilton I'm claiming for a free kick well, Brian Rice was actually. Yeah, I'm claiming for a free. Was this for a, an alleged shove by Griffiths? Griffiths. Was it on yeah. Stubbs? Yeah, I think I think if you're Hamilton, you're you're feeling a bit aggrieved by that. Uh, but Scott Brown still got a lot to do. I think and, Neil, and and also Neil Lennon was aggrieved that Hamilton's equaliser stood because the throw-in when it came in, the player's foot was on the pitch, according to Neil Lennon. So everybody's aggrieved. Mm. Everybody's aggrieved tonight. Yeah, yeah, You're aggrieved. Alex. Am I, no, I'm, I'm quite calm actually. I'm enjoying the show <laughs> No, in terms of Marco's point A bit of pressure And uh, being on Rangers There's no doubt about it there is, There's huge pressure on both Because for Rangers It's a cup final Steven Gerrard has finally Got to a cup final And like Hugh always says There's got to be some sign of success Some sign of silverware And this is his first opportunity to do it For Celtic Now, Marco's right and I've been saying that I said it last season actually That they can't win every game forever So they need to lose But losing to Rangers Losing the cup final to Rangers Is huge disappointment for them So the pressure on them And not allowing that to happen Is huge also It's why it's such a fascinating contest And we all can't wait for Sunday But I don't think you can split it And say one side's got more pressure than the next Two of them have got a huge amount of pressure on each other What a night it was and what a weekend we've got in store Thank you very much to Marco on the line We're going to hear again from Stephen Gerrard and Neil Lennon After the travel with Michael Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Road Accident Solicitors The compensation you deserve when you've been sidelined Talk to Thompson's.com Gordon DL and Mark Wilson Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Give us a call on the lines Or you can send us a tweet If you would prefer at Clyde SSB um, another season, another treble Says uh, Last night's result says a lot Rangers are strolling at Pataudry 2-up And win all but in the bag They end up having to settle for a 2-all draw Surely that must feel like a defeat Especially when they were so far in front More importantly, two points dropped And Roberto says I worry about this defence for Sunday to be honest If Barisic doesn't make it I'd put Halliday in there Flanagan Rather than Flanagan Also bring in Kamara And put Arfield more forward In a three With Kent and Morelos That is the take uh, Of Roberto I appear to have um, Accidentally upset A lot of Celtic fans Because I Allegedly said Celtic go back Top of the table If I did I'm very oh, sorry Gordon Gordon oh, How I mean, dare I'm, you I meant to say Celtic go into the final Top of the table Which they do And if I didn't I'm really Really, really, really sorry I'm really sorry <laughs> 
hope you accept my apology. Um, Celtic go into the final, top of the table. Well said. That all right? Is well that accurate said. enough? You were re- not rehearsing not, that during the break. I'm really worried there. Right. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Let's speak to John, who's a Rangers fan from Maryhill. Hi, John. Hi guys, uh, I was on last Thursday and I think my point was to Gordon uh, picked up on it I was um, heard you there just in the call there um, saying that the defence there for 40 minutes were poor uh, Gordon, but you kind of stuck up for the two centre-backs last week <clears throat> Don't know what your thoughts are on the performance last night uh, <clears throat> Excuse me, I got a bit of cold No, I, I agreed with the caller that uh, I think you said that um, the, the back four had been really steady Or whatever you, the word you use And and up until last night I totally agreed uh, But I just I thought that the first goal they lost Was schoolboy error for me And it, it turned the game And then all of a sudden They didn't look comfortable I touch on the, the lad Helander Who I think one and one Round about him as a very, very good defender. I think he's very, very good. But where I see a little bit of weakness is when the fullback gets high up the pitch and the ball gets played in that inside channel, he lacks that bit of pace for me. I think that, you know, Tavernier, I don't know what he's doing for a first goal. Surely he can do better uh, than what he what he's trying to do. I don't know what he's trying to do, actually, he deflects it into the, the back of the net. Do the mistakes not really come before that, though? I'm- I mean, he's, he's clearly just really concentrating on trying to get his hands out the way. And it... I think everybody plays their part in the goal. And I'm not just picking out in Tavernet. I just thought for, you know, watching Rangers control a football game the way they did, and then that one goal seemed to put them all over the place. Flanagan, for instance, in the, and I can make excuses, at one point, instead of clearing it, he hits it so far up into the air and nearly causes a goal as well, like he was panicking. He's an experienced mm. defender. The strange thing about that one was that was on his right foot. And all the complaints about Flanagan is that he's a right footed player, player playing, playing at left, left back, back, and sometimes he'd be limited in, in what he can do going forward. Yeah, but that but was actually on his, his good foot, wasn't it, when he, he scooped it up in yeah, the air? Yeah, but I'm trying to give him the benefit of doubt because he's not had a lot of game time, Gordon. So obviously, you're going to miss time. A, a, a pass or a kick or a clearance Whatever it may be And then I don't think they defended well For the ball coming in for Cosgrove Who should really have put the ball in the back of the net And Stephen Gerrard's come out and said Stephen Gerrard's come out and said it himself mm-hmm. He's standing there like probably everybody watching the game Thinking this is this is a comfortable night for us We are dominating this game And then all of a sudden Game plan just blows up John when you, you're critical of the defence does this mean you you want changes for Sunday? Would you expect Stephen Gerrard to do that? I have got no idea, but again, I'm putting it to Gordon last Thursday uh, with the Feyenoord game. They were all over the place. There was another one for their second goal, I think, coming over. Couldn't they get ahead on it? Um, I just feel like January, there's money got to get spent. We've got to get a big, strong centre-half in. We've got to get something sorted out. McGregor, is pulling off saves left, right, and centre. And when you touch back the last couple of months, McGregor has pulled and the whole team on many occasions with his outstanding saves. And this is due to a poor defence. We're good at going forward, we're good in the middle, the strike force. But I just want to fling one more thing in before I go. <clears throat> I wouldn't, um, I'd be interested to see what Rangers can do with some money. Um, I believe uh, Cosgrove, the big centre-forward, um, Stokes, uh, sniffing about him. What about Rangers putting their, some of their money in the ring and 
see if we could get the big one because I think him up front with Morelis would be a massive uh, force up front because the big one flings himself about. John, okay, you've come on with a point tonight. Your point was mainly that Rangers had to go and sign defenders uh, because the middle of the park in the front, you know, you were very pleased with. They were very good, and then you went, let's go and get money and sign. Stan Cosgrove Me per Did me you just call him Stan Cosgrove? Sam Alright <laughs> Big Stan Big Cosgrove No Stanley Sam Sam Cosgrove um, No I don't think I know that Stoke were watching him And I think Robbie Keane was there From Middlesbrough watching him But I don't know if Robbie will be in a job very shortly uh, To sign him anyway Because I think his manager's on the way out At Middlesbrough Um I don't think that's what Rangers need because I totally agree with you. I think middle, especially last night, middle mm. to front, I think their movement, uh, their passing, everything about them. Ryan Jack's playing his best football of his career. I think it's very, very good indeed. I don't think you need to worry about that. You've got Defoe that can come on as well and bang your goals. So I don't think Cosgrove, I don't, I don't think Rangers will even be looking at that situation. But I do concern myself sometimes, like yourself, just at the back But they've what? only conceded They've conceded 10 goals this season nice. Celtic have conceded 9 we're, we're saying Celtic looks strong at the back So I don't think there's a A huge issue there Rangers The, the thing with Rangers is They've got 4 centre-halves now And I think um, I think it was John last week We were chatting about where, You know Goldson and Hollander Look like they're stick-ons They're favourites Hollander international Goldson Certainly seems like he's a favourite of Gerard. Katic Was much improved and he's all He looks like one of those players Who becomes better When he's sitting in the stand And missing games That anything that goes wrong People say We'll get Katic in But wasn't it that long ago People were saying Katic isn't good enough to play You know we, I've not heard many people in. Saying that this season though. Was that not last season? No that's what I'm saying I wasn't that long ago Well that's not that long ago But he, he came in And he's played A number of games The the one guy that's important Is Steven Gerrard Who thinks He isn't better than Hellander And they've got this guy Edmondson Who Keep hearing good reports about But never seem to see him on the pitch Which suggests Steven Gerrard Is happy with that pairing And I think Well I think everybody will agree That that will be the pairing That probably faces Celtic come Sunday Go along with that Gordon No chance of it changing Oh no No That'll no? be No um, I think uh, I'll not change unless Barisic is fit. I don't think Andy Halliday Will just come in out the cold I don't think that'll happen uh, I think so. If, Flanagan plays if Barisic doesn't yeah, make yeah, it. In my opinion, yeah. Okay. Uh, thank you very much, John. In Mary Hill, let's go back to the Celtic side of things. Last night, of course, two points clear at the top of the table. They were always top of the table. They did not go back top, as I accidentally <laughs> said earlier. I am extremely sorry. Um, Neil Lennon, though, is warning against getting carried away. Will we play better? No question. And um, we've. Rested a few players who will be fresh as well, so the rotation's been working for us. Well, I understand that there was a bit of flatness about us tonight as well. All the wins are de- determined which way the title will go, you know, so this is just another one. As well as, you know, Livingston at the weekend, the weekend before, the one at Ross County, they'll all determine it. So, is it a pivotal night? Not really, we've gone two points clear, but there's still a long way to go. So, I just hope we keep our noses in front. Um, you know, last week people were talking about goal difference and next week it'll be the two point gap. So we just you know, don't listen to the noise. Obviously there's a lot of build up coming into the game on Sunday. We've had to negotiate this game but I knew it would be really difficult for them to do that and they've done it. So, you know, we're we're looking good again. What did we learn from Celtic last night? 
Ahead of the cup final We were interested when the teams came in Moritz Bauer was preferred to Frimpong So we asked the guys then Does that mean that Frimpong has been rested for the cup final? Or does that mean that actually Moritz Bauer Will play the cup final? Lewis Morgan also started up front for the third game in a row Does that mean that if Odson Edwards not fit Morgan plays up there? Did we learn anything from the team With regards to Sunday? Um, I think Frimpong will play So you think he was rested last night? In my opinion, yes, I do. I think um, sort of attack is the best form of defence. I think Neil Lennon will take the game to Rangers, and in order to do that, you've got to have attacking fullbacks. And Frimpong is definitely more attack minded than Bauer is. Um, I think the both centre halves speak for themselves. Left back, ball and goal if he's fit. If not, he's. In terms of centre forward, it certainly looks like it. If Edward doesn't fit, which I think he will be, but if he isn't fit, Playing Lewis Morgan three games on the bounce suggests that Lee Griffiths is well out the picture. If there was going to ever be a, Lee, a chance for Lee Griffiths to start that game, he would have played against Hamlin mm. or he would have had a, a bigger part in the Ross County victory. So I think that, in my opinion, that's what <coughs> I've learned. I think Frimpong will play and Morgan will will play that one role up front if Edward is injured. Does, we asked the same question for, for both teams, Gordon. Does last night have any impact at all on Sunday You heard from Neil Lennon He says he didn't enjoy it I'm sure he wanted a better performance But the manner of that win The fact that you go into Sunday On a high After the dramatic late winner d- mm. Does that have any impact Or is, is it a one-off? Uh, it's a one-off Doesn't have any impact On what's going to happen Sunday Completely different game Atmosphere Everything about it uh, It's got to be 100 miles an hour Gordon It's got to be a terrific uh, Game of football for me So I don't think that You can look at Last night you know, Rangers, yeah, they'll come down the road a bit disappointed, especially the way they started and dominated the football game. Celtic were just, you know, just happy to get the game over with and they got the, the goal right at the last kick of death. Opens that little two-point gap up against Rangers. Mm. They'll be happy with that, looking forward. But I just think that you look at teams, for instance, Rangers is quite simple for me. I think if Barisic is fit, he'll come in and play left back and I think Kamara will play. Now, who drops out of that? That's what you've got to ask there. Uh, Aribo? I would probably take Aribo out. I, and and although a lot of people say, well, he might go with the pace of Ojo or Barker or whatever, I would play Arfield because I, I think he showed last night he can score goals. Let's speak to Archie, who's a Celtic fan. What did you make of it last night, Archie? Yeah, it wasn't very good. Can I just say, before I make my point, sure. I haven't Marco's not the Celtic manager. Otherwise, we give up the cups and just go for the league this year. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say, I think, uh, see, the Rangers' defence, do you not think it's very, very static when it comes to against pace? And this is why I think Celtic will win the cup on Sunday because they seem to be all at sea when they play against pace. I mean, they were 2 nothing up because an Aberdeen players were still in the dressing room, I think. And all of a sudden, Aberdeen started hitting the balls to the wingers and they became all at sea. Because they were up against a wee bit of pace in the last 15 minutes and they lost a sloppy goal. Then in the second half again, it was all pace and Aberdeen got the equaliser. They seem to put all at sea against pace. I mean, they certainly get the. I'm a Celtic supporter and I'll say Rangers have got the best striker in Scotland, definitely. Morelos, he's the best. But their defence is a shocking when it comes to pace. And on Sunday, they played against probably the fastest team in Scotland, the players we've got. I just I can't even see us losing that at all. Well, I did. I did say that last night. I was a bit concerned at, at times with the balls into the channels when the fullbacks get caught up the pitch. Now, the the 
the Rangers, I, I think the two centre backs are, are good enough when the ball's at them and they can go and defend and they don't need to be turned and they don't need to start chasing these balls because they've not got the greatest pace in the world. So I think that Rangers, if, if tactically, you know, they look at this, I don't know if they'll commit early with their two. When they play at home, Rangers can afford to put their two fullbacks right up the pitch because they know that they're going to dominate most of the games. This is at Hamden. This is at a cup final. If you look at Feyenoord, for instance, Dick Avocat, who is a very experienced manager, especially first half, Gordon, the minute Feyenoord got the ball and Rangers were high up the park with their fullbacks, it was into the channels and it caused Rangers all sorts of problems. In fact, Rangers were lucky to get in still in the game. Yeah, we don't know what that strike force will look like. You seem pretty confident, Mark, that it, it will contain Odson Edwards. Yeah. How much of a, a battle or how much of a key area is that going to be then? Oh, yeah, I mean, huge. I've always said uh, in this show that James Tavenier going forward, uh, you know, great crosser of the ball, many assists, but defensively, there is huge question marks. And I don't mean his errors that he's had this year because that could basically happen to anybody, you know, misplacing a pass. But I'm talking about 1v1 when he comes up against. A genuine winger I think too many times Against Celtic He's allowed people To breeze by him So I think that's an area For concern When well, you're Celtic coming up against Celtic have a genuine winger well, On this, that side Will Forrest play out there Will Christie Will, will Forrest Johnson if, if you remember the game At Rose County Forrest plays off the other side Which is We've not really seen him A lot So it depends who, on Neil Lennon's fit. played him Off the left quite a bit Is he not? Yeah but um, It's usually Elian Nussi If he's fit And Forrest off the right So Whoever it is it's someone who's going to be direct and right at Tavernier. So that's that, that's a problem. The centre halves, Gordon's saying about, you know, down the sides, they could be a wee bit vulnerable. Hillander, well, they're playing against Odson Edward, who's strong, can hold the ball up, but can also run you in behind. That brings its problems. And if it's Christie or whoever off the other side, you know, people who are mobile, who run in behind, it is going to be a big ask. I, I touched on it at the start of the show. For the Rangers' defence, looking at the goals they've conceded against Aberdeen, Against Allen, against Feyenoord, okay, a slightly higher opposition, they've been questionable mm. goals, and that may be a concern for Stephen Gerrard going into this game. Archie and Shawlands, thank you very much. The build up to a cup final like this doesn't stop for much, but it does stop for this. This is very important. Clyde One's Cash for Kids Mission Christmas. In partnership with Wholesale Domestic Bathrooms Hillington. Proud to support Cash for Kids. If you're not on this yet, I have no idea why you're hanging about. What an unbelievable prize we've got for you to win. And you get the chance to make a difference to local children in Glasgow and the West at the same time. We're giving you and a friend the chance to win a VIP experience to the FA Cup final in Wembley May next year. What an itinerary we've got for you Gordon DL helped us draw up He's a man of great style On the Friday you'll ki- I don't mean that by the way uh, On the Friday you kickstart Your day with a champagne breakfast At 29 in Glasgow Fly you to London Two nights accommodation In a five star hotel In London's West End Two tickets to the FA Cup final On the Saturday And then two return flights To Glasgow On the Sunday Doesn't get much better Than Beautiful. that Gordon Beautiful. Now for your chance To win on the road to Wembley All you need to do is text FINAL To 84901 that's final to 84901 You might as well go and do it just now The lines close at quarter to six on Saturday Now the important part of the text costs your standard network rate Plus a voluntary £5 donation So you've given your £5 to cash for kids Every penny of it goes to children Right here on our doorstep who need it the most And you're in with the chance of winning So it's a win-win situation Lines close quarter to six on Saturday For the full details plus T's and C's Go to Clyde1.com Big thank you as always The generosity of James Mortimer For giving this gift Much appreciated Hopefully we'll raise some good money For children who need it And you could 
get a fantastic weekend as well so we're going to pick the winner on Saturday's Super Scoreboard we're also going to do our annual sports auction so text final to 84901 Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors the league leader for compensation talk to thompsons.com Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here looking back on a big night in the Premiership looking ahead to a big weekend as well the League Cup final on Sunday there were other games last night and important ones at that Gordon I managed mm. to make it to the to Paisley after the show last night just about missed the first goal from James Scott I must say uh, but Mother went on to add <laughs> got to tell the story about, how you missed the first goal I was maybe sort of in a bit of a dream and I missed the turn off <laughs> of the Erskine Bridge anyway yeah, that's, yeah. that's another story altogether um, I saw the second and third for what it's worth and yeah. Motherwell run out 3-0 winners after a 4-0 win at the weekend Gordon and uh, plugging away quite nicely uh, going very well Gordon and a home game against Hearts at the weekend Which you'd expect them to win that as well I was at the St Johnson game last week Not the greatest first half And the manager comes out after 1-4-0 and four nil And says Didn't particularly play well So it shows you the standards now At Motherwell uh, Group of young boys there Working hard for each other Young Scott coming in last night 18 What a talent Absolute terrific talent Gets bags too But trouble times You've got to say for St Martin Gordon They're now bottom of the league uh, we've heard week in week out that you know Jim's Goodwin's come out about yeah we're playing well just not getting the breaks can't score the goals but all of a sudden that's the same story every week and I think Jim will be worried now uh, Jack Ross not able to continue that decent run getting his first defeat Ross County winning up there against Hibs um, I think Oma- some of the goals, I think Kilmarnock St Johnson you can we can probably not mention too much about oh. it Because if you were there I know it was difficult to watch So we don't want to put you through it um, And Hearts failing to win at home to Livingston But then again A late equaliser sometimes feels Not feels like a win mm, But you, it gives no, everyone a bit of a yeah, lift If you yeah, look at the celebrations I get, they seem to I enjoy get what it. you mean with, with certain teams That is the case I just think the, the situation Hearts are in just now I don't think the crowd would have been going away for Tyne Castle so I think that felt like a, a victory It's so poor just now They need to sort the situation out Sooner rather than later Yeah okay uh, Keep your thoughts coming If you've got any thoughts On those other matches last night Let's have them 01419511025 There was a controversial Refereeing decision At Petaudry last night Stephen Gerrard Says referee John Beaton Admitted that he got it wrong If you've not seen the incident Alfredo Morelos goes down Under the challenge of Lewis Ferguson John Beaton gave the foul He gave a free kick Right on the edge of the box Replays show that the contact was Was on the line And therefore Should have been a penalty Well John Beaton certainly Held his hands up According to Stephen Gerrard 100% penalty 100% penalty Are you surprised that he got it? Yes, because the referee's position is from me to you, which is what? Three yards away. He's looking right at it. And um, the referee's seen it since and agrees it's a blatant penalty that he's missed. So, yeah, it's a blatant penalty, 100%. Ian in the city centre, are you frust- how frustrated are you by that, Ian? Or are you one of those that would rather focus on, on what your team didn't do? Uh, well, I, I, it's a bit of both, really. I mean... Since it has settled uh, since last night a little bit, but it's it's frustrating when you see referees. And I don't, I, I never, the amount of times that I've phoned in, I, I don't phone in and complain about referees because it sounds like summer grapes. And the Rangers should have done a lot better. And they only got out of the game what they deserve. But when referees make blatant, blatant mistakes like the way John Beaton did, I mean, there was nobody in front of him. He's looking straight at it. The lines are there to show him. 
whatever it's inside the box, outside the box, and I, and I say, and he just things it away and get, gives a, a free kick. I mean, how's that? I, I mean, I, I want to try and put it at the back of my mind, but it's really, really frustrating, you know, that. I mean, the way Rangers played the second half, they might well have missed it, to be honest with you, if they got a penalty. But it's, it's not really the point. You know, if you, referees will make mistakes, but that is just really, really poor. You know, it's really, really bad. And uh, I would like them just to get those, every, for every uh, team to get, those, to get those right, you know. Do we all agree in the studio? Do you two agree? I should say yeah. that it should have been a penalty. Penalty yeah. kick. Yeah, penalty kick. Stonewall, right, okay. Stonewall penalty kick. And I think. Uh, John Beaton Who has now looked at it Has agreed It was a penalty kick Where I can give him the excuse Gordon And I'm going to make an excuse for the ref Well I think excuse is the wrong word even well, Because well, you, you, you're, to, you're allowed to, to You're allowed to analyse it a bit more Yeah try and make a little bit of a case for him He's got a perfect position We'll all agree with that But uh, Morelis is coming out of the box And as, it, as the challenges went in Now it's great for us because we can sit there in the comfort of our home, their hot chocolate and our biscuits, and we can watch <laughs> it two or, two or three times over, or whatever we may, and say, yeah, right on the line, on the line, it's a penalty kick. John Beaton's seen him coming out the box, and he's thought, no, it's not on the line. I can totally understand that. He's got it wrong. He's made a mistake. He's held his hand up. What more do you want mm. the referee to do? He can't go back and say, right, we'll give, give you a penalty. A that's what you want but, but to get a Rangers fan Mark, It's right on the line Mark, at oh. that time He doesn't think that's on the line He thinks that's Just outside the box Or He would have given the penalty Yeah but kick. that's where the problem lies It's, oh, it's I, I in know. thinking that yeah. That people are frustrated People are frustrated but, That he but, thinks that But that's He's got to make the decision Gone. He's the most important mm. person on the pitch He's got to mm. make that decision How many times do we talk about it Week in, week out Whether it's Rangers Celtic Motherwell have, uh, Talk about decisions Talk about decision last night about the referee. Should I have given a, a free kick for the uh, the build-up to Celtic's winner? That could be a decision. Did the referee get that right or wrong? It's human error. But the frustration... John Beaton made a call that he thought was but right, the frustrating, but he got it wrong. But the frustrating thing is, I think, for supporters, is that these decisions... That's not a difficult decision. So when you're saying, oh, I'll build do you not, a case... Do you not think it is, though? How is it not a difficult I think, decision? I, and, and I'm not, I think, I I'm think not, I'm not just, makes a good point. I'm not just talking about, yeah. about Morelos, by the way, because this is the way it always gets. Always People want it to drop down team lines. I'm talking about anything at all. I would love to hear people's opinions if we only got to see decisions once. Yeah. You see that once in real time yeah. as Morelos is moving out the box. It can't be that easy. One time. I think... And you, you I, make it like I that. I think... Stephen Gerrard mentioned it there. I think the referee's positioning was good. Yeah, it was so close to it be was so close. Now, I can understand your argument, Gordon. If he's shielded for a player, if he's maybe 10 yards away, and you go, oh, I'm not quite sure. When you're so close, I think that's fans' frustration. When they see referees so close... and. We're continually being told that referees are working hard and to get these decisions. I mean, the line's there. It's not as if it's, you know, he can he really see the line. The line's a couple of yards away from him, which should make it easier, if mm. anything. So when you're saying about a case, I get that it's a difficult job for refs, but I think fans are only asking that they get the easy decisions right and the contentious ones or the difficult ones. Then it's up for debate Honestly okay yeah. I missed that But the easy ones On you go Ian Yeah um, I, I, I don't really know I, I'm not I'm not coming on to 
lambast the referees. As I said, I, I phoned in last season about uh, uh, when you call Stephen McLean because he's done the, the, the kind of same thing. I don't go over, but Cameron here got his leg kicked away at the Hibs game, and it was his standing leg, and they ran away. He never done it, and then they ran about the park and scored. And again, he was three yards away with nobody in front of him, and it cost Rangers a goal. No, but uh, sorry, Gordon Dale, what do you? I mean. Do you just accept that referees make mistakes and they're never to be punished for it? They've never. I mean, how much more do you want it? How how clear do you want it to be that it was a it was a penalty? I do. I do. I do accept referees make. I do accept referees make honest mistakes. Yes, I think it's human error. I think that probably when they they get the advantage of going and sitting down in the dressing room looking at many decisions again, they will probably say. I've called that wrong Like he did last night Like he did last night And he was honest about that But I think that It's human error And it's an honest mistake Yeah but That, but, that happens Not just in our game But to be but fair all though, over the Ian, world Ian isn't coming on here And saying that it's not An honest mistake And neither is Mark They're just asking Is it acceptable well, you, 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 are, you keep saying this, you know, it's an honest mistake and but no, no one yet on this programme has doubted that. Right. Is these it okay our, that we keep getting them wrong? These are our... But, but what about the decisions they get right? You know, we frequently all talk about the decisions they get wrong. Have a look at the Ross County game, for instance. The referee getting decision. We never seem to praise the referees for saying, do you know what? Great game today. You got that absolutely bang on. It's all about the mistakes. Gordon, yes, they do make mistakes. And, and 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 as much as I say, these are our top referees. I don't see a chain mm. of great young referees coming no. over the horizon to take over. And by the way, it is worth noting that even though everyone thinks it should have been a penalty last night, if your overall qu- query is about the standard of refs, look at the guy who didn't give the penalty on Morelos in the Feyenoord game. He's one of the top refs in Europe. <laughs> yeah, He's one yeah, of yeah, UEFA's yeah. absolute top guys, and he made that mistake. So. Just for a little bit of context Thank you to Ian in the city centre Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football It is beat the pundit time Your chance to win a sign ball If you can get more questions right Than Mark Wilson Or Gordon Deal. Now I know that sounds easy But sometimes It's not See if you can come on And do it tonight 0141 951 1025 Be quick The lines close at 7 o'clock For your chance to beat the pundit Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors The form team for compensation for more than 40 years TalkToThompsons.com Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson are here We've been looking back on a big night in the Premiership last night And of course building up to that League Cup final on Sunday as well We're going to play Beat the Pundit first though Keep the calls coming Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk slash football it is Beat the Pundit time Mark Wilson and Gordon TL Are both ready One of them Will be up against Simon Who's a Motherwell fan From New Mains How are you Simon? Ah, no bad thanks Good excuse for us To talk Motherwell For just a second How impressed are you With the uh, run of form n- At the moment? I'm impressed It's a nice change Still people talking About Celtic Rangers <laughs> all the time Come on then This is your chance Who's, who's impressing you? What would you make Of the job Stephen Robinson's done? Ah, it's good, but it's uh, it's just a shame that he's probably not going to be there for too long if he keeps it up. 
<laughs> that, that is the fear, Gordon it's, it's, That's the way of the world If you're at a club that size Yeah, other clubs look at you, Gordon Look at the job that you're doing With the budget he's doing it on as well But he's got a great team round about him At Fir Park, especially I'd lived not that far from him So I, I think don't think that a... counts though Yeah, to yeah be he knows part he's the, got the, the support team. If ever needs a bit of experience And a bit of help Give me a phone Right, okay uh, Sure, right Simon, your team's going well at the moment We'll see if you can add a beat the pundit victory to that as well If it's heads, you're up against Mark Wilson And if it's tails, it's Gordon Diel but his heads Mark Wilson Against Simon The Motherwell fan From New Maine So I'm going to give Mark Clyde 2 to listen to You got Yep that's great He's giving us the thumbs up Simon I'm just having a wee look To see if there's any Motherwell questions You've got 30 seconds Head to head with Mark You can pass Here is your chance To beat the pundit You ready? Right let's do it Mark's just going to give me His pen first Right let's go In what year did Celtic Sign Scott Brown? 2006 Which side won last season's Scottish Championship? Um, pass Who did Rangers sign Nikita Jelovic from? Pass Which side does Cristiano Ronaldo play for? Juventus Who was the St Mirren manager immediately before Jim Goodwin? Pass Who won the 1994 World Cup? 94 uh, Brazil Who is the top scorer in the Scottish Championship? No idea Shankland Okay Let's bring Mark Wilson back Mark, can you hear us? Aye, Great, back, yeah. same set of questions to okay. you, shall we? Yep In what year did Celtic sign Scott Brown? 2006 uh, Which no, side won seven. last season's Scottish Championship? Uh, I'll pass Who did Rangers sign Nikita Jelovic from? Pass Which side <laughs> does Cristiano Ronaldo play for? Juventus Who was the St Mirren manager immediately before Jim Goodwin? Who won the 94 World Cup? Brazil Who's the top scorer on the Scottish Championship? Changland Whoa, 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 whoa Why on earth did you just shout Dundee United? I thought he was finished Oh, he's not getting that Whoa, 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 whoa That's not my fault I thought the time was up That's not my fault He shouted I was going to say Shankland I crushed the ball to him you Listen, you keep your thoughts to yourself But I was going to say no, Shankland I can't give you that no, He's wasn't. shooting in the background no, uh, Matt, you weren't uh, nah, You oh, had no oh. idea You're panicking Your face is as red as your hair A bit of a nightmare there Right enough I was, I was, uh, <laughs> well, I was Let's go through them That's going to be close <laughs> see oh, as well. In what year did Celtic <laughs> sign Scott Brown? You both went 2006 seven. It was seven. actually 2007 seven. Uh, Which side won last season's Scottish Championship? Ross County So it was uh, who did Rangers sign Nikita Jelovic from Rapid Vienna? Never have gone. So after three questions, it's nil nil. Simon. Got a bit easier though. Which side does Cristiano Ronaldo play for? It is Juventus. One all. Who was the St. Mirren manager before Jim Goodwin? It was Irish lad. So Warren Kearney. Kearney. So it's one all. Who, who won who won the nineteen ninety four World Cup Brazil? You both got it. Who is the top scorer in the Scottish Championship? Now we're going to need a stewards inquiry from producer Dan. The reason being, Simon in New Main said, "I've no idea." Shankland. Oh, so Are we giving him that? Is producer Dan giving him it? He is. He's giving him it. He's giving him. It. He's feeling good man, generous. Good man. Right, Dan. Dan, this is a big one. You're getting thumbs up there for that. I was about to say Shankland. No, you were not. I was. No, you were right. not. Listen, not here's, what, here's what we'll do. I'm making an executive decision Simon's getting a sign ball 
but we're going to go to the tiebreaker for the for, right, for okay, the, that's, the sort of bragging rights. Yeah, Is that yeah, fair? Yeah, Simon's fair. getting the same well done, regardless. Well, well done. But we're going to go to the tiebreaker to see who gets the bragging <laughs> rights on the night. Gordon, if you could just. I know, stay in the, the most quiz. in the most polite way possible. Quiz. If you could just shut up over in the corner, <laughs> he's ruining the quiz. That would be great. So, he's that pin on the tiebreaker? I'm going to ask the question. I'll get Mark to write his answer down, and then I'll invite you to give me your attempt, Simon. Okay? No problem. The question is this: How many goals did Chris Doolan score for Partick Thistle in all competitions? How many goals did Chris Doolan score for Partick Thistle in all competitions? Mark, show me your attempt. Okay, Simon, what would you go for? Uh, 23 Simon, Simon 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 Simon, kid on Sunday what in Simon, I've got no idea what he's laughing at after that performance The answer (laughs) is 25 No, I'm only kidding Uh, The answer is 121 Mark Wilson said 109 So he gets the bragging rights But you're the real winner, Simon Because these two conspired to mess it up And you've got the sign ball Good man yeah. I, I agree with that Thanks very much <laughs> well well done. Simon Well done <laughs> Simon <laughs> in your means. <laughs> 23 or 24 I'm not too sure <laughs> It was only 80 <laughs> Oh, that was a shambles. He was only myself. how many out? Oh, yeah, 85. Uh, I think you need to brush up on your arithmetic. Uh, well, oh, listen, we've had some farcical beat show. the pundits, but that, that might be the, the, the worst got, yet, thanks to you two. I've got to put, I thought the time was up. I heard the jingle jangle. Yeah, as long as the questions started, yeah, yeah, yeah. though, they can answer it. You know that. No, but you usually say, sorry, I ran out of time. Exactly. And, you usually say right, with me. So, why do you think I hadn't yet said you've run out of time? All oh, right, I get carried <laughs> away in the moment. He's just. I get carried away in the moment. Listen, you've done me a favour because I wasn't going to say Shankland. <laughs> Didn't you do Simon a favour with it? That was a shambles. That was an absolute shambles. Uh, well, take that, Simon. Victory to me. There's no getting away from it. Right, keep the calls coming in. 01419511025. We are on Twitter as well, at Clyde SSB. Uh, let's, why don't we kick off the hour by reading a couple of tweets? That sounds all right, doesn't it? Uh, Colin McNeil has got his Rangers team sorted for Sunday. It's only like Thursday, it. but he's got it all down. He's got McGregor in goal. No yeah. surprise. He's going Tavernier, Katic, and then he's got Goldson or Hollander. So he's not fussed there. Barisic, he wants to see Arfield, Davis, and Jack mm-hmm. with Morelos, Kent, and Greg Stewart up front, says Colin McNeil. Um, or in attack, you know what I mean? Not, right, not necessarily okay. out no, out up front. No, he's not going to have that. No. Tell me to change it. <laughs> no chance No because he's got 12 players <laughs> He's got too many players <laughs> for a start Why? Because he put three centre halves uh, in No but he said I said uh, Hollander or Goldson He's no, dropping one of them No the two, the two centre halves will definitely play Tavernier will play And it'll be Flanagan right. or Barisic Okay alternatively We're not um, Along similar lines Matt Honda is on He says uh, If we're going to win it We need goal threats That was Arfield's first goal In nearly 30 games And Ojo and the Rebo aren't really scoring I'd love to see Defoe in there What do the guys think? No, I don't think he'll change his full system To put Defoe and Morelos But I think that is an interesting one I think Morelos stick on obviously Kent I think is a stick on But that other one I think that's up for grabs I mean, who you got? You've got Stewart Rebo, Ojo Arfield Barker That's a big decision for Steven mm-hmm. Gerrard Because it's all about what he wants to achieve in the game Does he want to go with pace? Which is Barker or, or, or Stewart Does he want to go for somebody in the hole? Which is Arfield Power Ojo ah, He's got a big decision right. in that one Okay even if you don't think That Defoe would come in Is Matt's concern Valid as far as, as you go That Ojo and Aribo Aren't scoring as much As he would like And 
Matt says although Arfield scored last night, he doesn't think that over the PC is scoring enough either. No, uh, where I where I will stake a claim for Arfield one. You love Arfield, yeah, yeah, you yeah. do love no, Arfield. No, no. <laughs> he, he can score a goal. I know that you're talking about his first goal. There. I think it's his movement. Uh, it takes players away yeah. to allow other players to get into spaces. He's a clever player, an experienced player. Every goal really the, In the big games And this will be the biggest And I know Celtic fans Will be shouting But he's never scored Against Celtic Rangers depend on Morelos for the goals But I think that Arfield If you're going to look at Outside the box Arfield mm-hmm. and Kent Are your two dangerous I'm not saying you're wrong By the way I just have noticed That he's a real favourite Of yours That's all Just pointing that out 01419511025 At Clyde SSB On Twitter Andy is a Celtic fan From Stirling Hi Andy Hi, how are you doing? All right? Not too bad, Andy. What's on your mind after last night? Well, I've watched the last couple of Rangers games unfold. The Hearts game, the Aberdeen game. And I couldn't believe what I was watching last night. Because, yes, Rangers dominated for 35 minutes. But I'll tell you what, Aberdeen played with one man in midfield. The boy Viner uh, and Lee were non-existent. Uh, the only one you could probably say was there was a young lad, Ferguson. Uh and I watched, I know you were going on about Ryan Jack earlier, Gordon. Uh, he gave the ball away three times in the first 30 minutes. And I think Celtic could put the reserves out and beat them. Um, I know what you're talking about with uh, Ryan Jack, a couple of uh, slack passes, but also take into consideration he got the second goal. I think Ryan Jack... Goal, what? Did you see it? Yes, did. did he, uh, Ryan Jack put it in the back of net. Uh, uh, that's right. After after the ball was scooped to him, you know. Uh, but 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 what, what do you mean by scooped? Doesn't matter if it was scooped to him, thrown to him, headed to him, you know, passed he, to him. He, he followed up. He started. The I was going to say, did they not he, start the move? He as started well? the move off. He kept going. The Aberdeen midfield players never tracked him, and he finished the move off. So give the guy a, a little bit of credit. Listen, when Ryan Jack came, I'll be first to admit. When Ryan Jack came to Rangers, I wasn't his greatest fan. I thought he was just an ordinary football player. I think Ryan Jack has grown this season. I think he's been absolutely terrific for Rangers. And he even gets a pat in the back for his ex-manager who comes out and says he's the best midfield player Rangers have got when you've got guys of the quality of Steve De- Stephen Davis and all that in the team. So I think you've been a bit unfair, Andy and Ryan Jack. Well, <clears throat> I might be uh, being a bit unfair, I don't know. But I'll, I'll, I'll be quite honest with you. I think, uh, I think that, that reality is about to hit. Uh, and, and I've watched I've watched Rangers quite a bit over the last month and a bit, just to be curiosity because you hear it all the hype in the press that they're coming good, they're this, they're that. You know what? They'll no live with Celtic, Gordon. Um. Well, we'll we'll see in Monday. Well, we'll see in Sunday, but we'll hear from everybody in Monday. I think it'll be a very very tight game I've got to say um, It's Thursday night And I've still Okay I had to help Mark out in the quiz But I've still not really thought about What my prediction's going to be I would need to see the teams first I think that's so important come Sunday mm-hmm. and Listen I don't think it'll be easy For Celtic Andy you're saying Celtic could put out their reserves uh, <coughs> I don't think Neil Lennon Will certainly be thinking that Celtic Will put out their strongest side <laughs> That's pretty obvious But they have to be at it Every player has to be at it if you have a few that's not at it, then you run the risk mm. of Rangers punishing you. There's no doubt both teams have got quality going forward. And if a few players are off colour on one side, the, the other team will punish them. That's what makes it so fascinating. They, they score freely, but both defences 
You know, you could pick holes in, in the defences And people are, you know, people are saying Rangers are shaking at the back People are then saying, oh you can't play Frimpong at the back Because he's a young boy, he's not been tested So there's chances, there's going to be chances in the game And my dad will be incredibly tight I don't think it'll be a case of Celtic can throw out anybody and beat Rangers uh, No way Andy, hang on the line, we'll get your thoughts on this as well We're going to hear from one of the guys you just mentioned We'll hear from two of the men from the engine room Ryan Jack, first up When you throw away a lead, it does hurt, but um, I think tomorrow when we come to the training ground and we look to recover for Sunday it's important that we put it behind us and um, it's a huge game on Sunday and there's no time to obviously let this affect us I'm sure at some point we'll, we'll address it we'll address the goals but I think um, Sunday's a massive game it's important we go into that with clear heads it is, it's, it's a great opportunity that's all I think that we see it as it's a great opportunity to go and um, to get a trophy competing a cup final and Against your rivals, it's it's going to be a great day and a great game. But um, as I say, it's it's a tough one tonight. But there's a lot to look forward to. So Ryan Jack, there are now Celtic's man of the moment from last night, Captain Scott Brown. You always have that in the back of your head that Sunday's a huge game for us, uh, going into another cup final. But yeah, again, we need to make sure we play a lot better than that, and especially at home as well because we, we've been doing really well at home, we've doing really well in the league. We've had eleven. Um, straight wins as well so we need to make sure we, we play a lot better if we, if we want to win games here I think any result for us at home is always pleasing we, we got the three points and that's what we had to do at the end of the day and I know it wasn't pretty and it was late on but it's still three points for us for us Hamden's been good for us recently uh, we've had to work uh, for all the games that we've, we've played in there the, the way we've played is kind of suits us to Hamden big pitch pitch is usually good as well so um, here's hoping for the, the same kind of performance And the pitch is good for us too Andy what did you take away from Celtic's performance last night Whether it's the, the level of the performance Or even some of the guys who played the game Did we, did we learn anything ahead of Sunday? I think we learned uh, that, that, that Celtic's probably I think uh, Neil Lennon sort of alluded to it That subconsciously maybe some of those minds are on Sunday uh, I don't think for a minute That the team that Celtic have started last night Will be the team that will start on Sunday um, I think it'll be a totally different team uh, on Sunday. Uh, I think they'll be at it for the word go. And I think Gordon mentioned it early on, and he's quite right. The, you, you, you can't win a league title or compete at the highest level with the lack of pace that Rangers have uh, in their defence. And the one thing Celtic forwards have in abundance, if they think they saw pace last night, uh, they're in for a fright. Uh, well, it's certainly going to be an interesting one um, I don't think anyone would doubt that What about, we just heard from Scott Brown The truth is nobody knows how important last night is going to be in the title race Nobody knows at the moment However, you do just look at the, the dramatic nature of it And the way Celtic were, were pegged back and, and then they go ahead It might well be one of the moments that we look back on at the end of the season As, as being pivotal Of course it might not But I don't think Celtic fans have ever celebrated a a last minute winner against Hamilton like that, or no, thought they no. would, you know. It's certainly the if this morning. I think the Celtic fans will think it's a, a pivotal moment. I think the feeling <laughs> of euphoria that they've taken home last night and they've got up today, and, and and it's only two points, but it could be huge. But just now, the feeling of the players, uh, you know, it will just give them such a lift because if they woke up this morning having drawn one each, I've been there before, and you're stiff and you're sore for the night before, and you go. Like, you know, that's two points dropped at home against Hamilton. No disrespect to Hamilton, it can have a negative effect. But 
That last minute winner just lifts everybody again. They would have bounced into Lennox down the day, feeling great about themselves. And it's great preparation. Didn't play great, but sometimes scoring a last minute winner can eradicate all that. You know, having a poor game eradicates it. And all of a sudden you're feeling great about yourself again What about Scott Brown's contribution Gordon At the start of the season people speculated That we would see less of him this season And probably if you had been Looking at it back then you would say Well a home game against Hamilton Ackies On a Wednesday night before mm. a cup final After a long European run Those are the types of games Scott Brown will sit out Not only does he play and play the full game He's popping up with 90 second minute winners as well Yeah we've been hearing this for years now In fact not that long ago We were getting phone calls When Scott Brown was out of the team Saying We're a better team without him You know McGregor sitting in that position 4-1-4-1 Scott Brown Is so important to Celtic It's unbelievable And you're right Gordon mm. Him and McGregor Two massive players for Celtic They don't seem to be You know What can we take from the Celtic team last night One thing you can always take Is they two start They play No matter if it's Hamilton Ackes or who it is We a cup final June Sunday they two play A bit of breaking football news for you tonight it, Two parts to this story Everton have sacked Marco Silva And Brecon have issued a hands-off warning For Mark Wilson already <laughs> They've responded quickly yeah, yeah. So just to keep you up to speed on that one Right, just before we move on Thank you to Andy and Sterling I do want to remind you of this Road to Wembley competition Because it's an absolute cracker And I'd hate for anyone to miss out on it So if you want to be in with the chance Of winning the Road to Wembley All you need to do is text FINAL to 84901 that's final to 84901 If you're wondering what it's all about Well, we're giving you and a friend the chance To go to the FA Cup final in Wembley At May next year You kickstart your day with a champagne breakfast At 29 in Glasgow Fly to London Five star hotel Two tickets to the game And return flights back to Glasgow On the Sunday The win-win nature of this Is that by texting You give a £5 donation to Cash for Kids Every penny of it goes to Cash for Kids To help children in this part of the world Also your standard network rate um, If you want the full T's and C's Go to Clyde1.com The lines close at quarter to six on Saturday As always big thanks to James Mortimer For that kind donation We'll get the guys a full time teaser next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Getting you full compensation is their goal Talk to Thompson's.com Gordon DL and Mark Wilson here with me Gordon Duncan on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard It's time for the full time teaser yes. That's when you send the questions in to us And we try and catch the guys out Between round about half past seven And the end of the show No prizes though for guessing The theme is a League Cup final theme uh, Ian McIntosh has sent it in So you've got Ian to thank Or Ian to blame Whatever way you look at it uh, It's a bit of a Aimed one at you Mark Wilson Quite targeted oh, no. Gordon no DL will help you mates, uh, Roger got Roger and Gordon On Tuesday night Gordon got none at no, z- got Zero one. of them And Roger got every single <laughs> I one I got one I got one Listen he doesn't have carry you On a Tuesday night well, You don't on a Thursday mate Right The last time Rangers played Celtic In the League Cup final Was 2011 Do you remember it Mark Wilson? Do you play you played in it I don't remind me right. You played in it for Celtic yeah. So we thought the Celtic one would be a bit oh. easy. I know the teams. So can you name the Rangers oh, no. starting eleven from that day? You can help us at Clyde SSB. Rangers against Celtic, the League Cup final. Mark Wilson played for Celtic. Can he remember the eleven players he was up against oh. from the start? Who roasted you in the wing? Somebody must have roasted. Greg Wilde. Greg Wilde roasted you on the wing. No, he didn't. But he didn't get by me. But I'm sure he was up against me. Oh, he played. Yeah, yeah, he played. Wild. Uh, 
Right, Steve Davis I must admit That's a really good shout Because I thought that was one of the harder ones So if you've got that first But then you were directly up against him I know, I remember that Steve Davis scored So we'll start with them Okay And Jelovic scored the luckiest goal of all time Oh, there you go We're we're off and running Right, you hold your fire for a moment Gordon, have you got any? I've only one thing to add here today Gordon I need to take over (laughs) for a couple of seconds mate It's a big day for you you can it? see above the TV that the thirty yeah, witches. Yeah, yeah, we didn't forget. Go, I'm glad you saved forget. it. I'm glad you saved it to nearly we end. That's all I'm saying. Not let you down. And Mark and I, with the help <laughs> of Chief Exec Alan Burrows and Motherwell, <laughs> would like you to play against Hat Normal. <laughs> well, we've actually brought you a couple of wee prezzies in. Yep. Uh, oh, you'll be delighted oh, with these. Nice. Just, yeah. to Very say, nice just to say happy birthday to you because it is a big birthday. Right, hand them over. Well, there's a I'm wee, impatient. There's a wee special here because I turned up at your house to do the show. You did. What in? Your pajamas and my what? Uh, your hot water bottle and your, your dressing gown. Well, we thought we'd get you a nice. Seeing you didn't have one. <laughs> there we go. That's a beauty. Nothing says you've turned thirty and are over the hill like a new dressing gown. Brilliant. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> with the with the motherwell badge right on the front. Lovely, lovely. We noticed your cup of tea, so we got you a nice motherwell mug. Uh, no day will make lovely. sure. Lovely. Yeah. Okay, I'll get that in the office. Right. Oh, bag with oh, Always get your calendar. That's for your Christmas as well. Get it up in the wall I'm in that spotless house. Bet that's not the type of calendar you've got in your wall, Gordon <laughs> no, Dale. It's not, that not, that not Motherwell twenty twenty calendar. December's a lot nicer than Who am I getting them? Uh, we've got James Scott for December next year. When's your birthday again? March, mate. March. March. You're, lo- you're looking at Mark O'Hara. You've got David Turnbull in the background. You'll take we, that. Oh, okay. We know, you're a big, we know you're a big Motherwell fan. You can see the theme of the gifts. So here. we've left. We know the fact of the golf. You love oh, your wee golf. golf towel as well. Golf Lovely. towel. With a crest on it Absolutely spoil me rotten And to finish it all off We got your card signed by all your favourite players At Motherwell Football Club What a guy Is that your handwriting? That's very neat Mark and I have worked very hard at that There's there's 20 quid each from Mark and I (laughs) I'm sure there is (laughs) Very nice, thank you very much Happy birthday Over the hill Right, 01419511025 Before you embarrass me any further uh, We'll leave the teaser there Ian McIntosh is looking for the Rangers starting 11 the last time they played Celtic in a League Cup final You'd think it would be easy Because Mark Wilson ah, played in it He's got three of them so far He's got Stephen Davis He's got Greg Wilde And he has got Nikita Jelovic The two scorers and the guy that was up against him I'm looking forward to seeing how he does uh, with, <laughs> with, the, with the more obscure ones I'll, I'll tell you what I'm sure we'll get more calls on the Cup final Because that's the way this week is going to go But just while we're on that theme Since you've handed over the lovely goodie bag uh, Why don't we look at some of the other results from last night We'll start with that St Mirren Motherwell game We'll look at it in a bit more detail It was a double for James Scott Back into the team Two lovely finishes uh, What about this from the manager though uh, The manager wants him to Scrap some of the lovely finishes And score some uglier goals <laughs> Instead That's what Stephen Robinson Had to say after the game James is a boy I, I rate very highly We've asked for More of an end product from him We, we need more goals We need more physicality and He certainly showed that In abundance tonight Two great finishes, aren't they, as well? No, that's his problem. He, he scores a lot of good goals, but you know you have to be in there to score the, the goals that nobody really remembers. But at the end of the season, when you look at your tally, that'll be when, when James moves on to possibly bigger things. And uh, for me, he can be anything he wants to be. If we can just fine tune him, keep you know getting him stronger, getting him to understand him better, there's such raw talent in there, and he's a, he's a great boy to work with. That's how you stop a player getting carried away. See the goals you're scoring, 
they're too good. Forget that. I want some scrap. You, you kind of get where he's coming from. Stephen Robinson doesn't doubt that James Scott has that in his locker, mm. but can he contribute more often to getting himself in at the back post? And tapping things into the back of the net As the really, really productive wide forwards do I think that's the, the gist of it Yeah, I know he's a lad that I think everybody looked him as a centre forward I think he Gordon. was I think. Yeah um, And he's only, I think, 18 And he's playing off the wide area I thought his two goals were great last night I've got to say um, Very composed finish I totally understand what the manager's saying Because there are days when things will not be going so well for you and you need something, just a you know, a bit of movement, a, a tap in, a, something that comes off the goalkeeper, something that just hits you. The ugly goals, yeah. as he says, and that I looked th- like yours in the cup final. Oh well, that was beautiful. That was absolutely beautiful. But I've got to say, I think that he's got um, he's got an ability now. I've been watching him very closely, and I think the manager. The way he's putting them in the team, then he's taking them out and he's using them in certain games, and the boys responding to mm. it. And I think it's great man management. That boy will go far. No Pri- doubt. Um, publicly, I'm sure Stephen Robinson would keep his cards close to his chest. It has to. There's only what 16 games played, Mark. It would be c- crazy not to. Just looking at the table at the moment and the points tally. So Motherwell are on 28 points. The bottom six, if you like, is 11 points away now. Mother have an 11 point cushion nah. Before they would drop out of the top 6 What what should the aim be? Can can it be third? Would you be of a mind to be that optimistic? Or is it more about Realistically a top 6 finish? Uh, I think I don't think there's any question about a top 6 finish now I think getting into the, the start of the season You know he would have been You know can we better last season And can we break into the top 6 Now he's there And the way they're playing I mean score 4 at the weekend 3 away from home I think he's got to be looking Ahead of him Now it's going to be Incredibly difficult To get third Because Aberdeen We all know The resources they've got And the squad they've got With players come back For injury One point ahead At the moment yeah. Aberdeen are but, I, th- I think Marlowe's got A great chance yeah, third. Th- th- great He's chance. got to be looking up I mean top six I think is guaranteed Unless <laughs> Unless they had Some sort of Injury crisis um, I think they're fine Because I think The confidence you take From the games You've already played Gets you through Games that you're Going through sticky patches And you come out The other end So I think realistically he's looking up It will be difficult But when we started the season We were all tipping our league positions I think we all tipped teams like Hibs and Hearts Ahead of Motherwell No uh, then I tipped Motherwell I tipped Motherwell for top six But mm-hmm. they've certainly started way ahead of them And I can't see them slowing down anytime soon They've got that youth And you know it's exciting for Motherwell mm. fans just now right, what, what about the, the other side of things at the bottom It was clearly a very disappointing performance by St Mirren One of the poorest that they've put in At the same time they're one point behind St Johnston And Hamilton and Hearts So are all the teams down there being sort of saved at the moment By the fact that no one can manage yeah, to pull I, away I, I think so um, And I think it'll be a relief for Jim I know that I've, I've listened to him on a, on a Sunday or a Saturday after games And he was talking about how well they were playing and defensively they were looking okay. They were trying to find a way to score goals. He was confident uh, getting into the home game against Motherwell. Um, but if you keep losing games, it becomes a habit. Losing becomes a habit. So does winning. And I think that St Mirren are now in that little bit of a habit of losing. I would like to see them just try to get one or two games together. And as Mark says, whether it's you know, they play well or whatever it may be, if they can pick up three points, and especially this season at home, because that's where it's going to be, whether they stay in this league or not, 
will be their home form. They've got to try and pick up points at home. That builds confidence, Gordon. And the good thing they're looking just now, thinking we're not winning many games, but we're not getting detached yet. Yeah. But I don't think that can mm. carry on. Yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's a disaster by any means for for St Mirren just now. I mean, realistically, they must have thought that they would be in and around there, especially the way they start the season with the uncertainty. So the fact that they're not detached, I mean, we're December the 5th just now. It's an awful long way to go, awful uh, lot more points to yeah. be won and lost over the, the piece. So it's not a disaster at the minute. Right, just on the theme of this teaser, um, the question is based around the last time Rangers and Celtic met in a League Cup final. It was 2011. That's where the question comes from tonight. Uh, Dennis Dini sent in a tweet and says, was that the one where Jelovic scored the goal, hit one post, came back out, rolled across and... Into the other mm, corner I've, I've of the I've never goal. seen a goal like it in my life And still to this day Hits the post It comes out and spins probably a yard The the plain side of the line And spins back in Did Papage play in that? How do you know he didn't mean it? Did he play? I tell you If he had meant that He would have been playing for Real Madrid I think Right on a serious note Because we are Papage We're here to tap into your experiences Um what is it like to play in one of these fixtures as a cup final? Does it mm. feel any different to the league games? Yeah, that does. Um, league games, you know, you get four shots at it, the league games, and you're desperately wanting one. But these games, you know, the silverware at the end of it. I might sound a, a, a silly point, but you know, if you win, you're going up there celebrating in front of your fans while one side of the, the ground empties. And if you lose, which I did on that occasion, you have to stand there. And watch Rangers lift the cup Now in old firm games in previous times Where I, I lost a, a few You walk off the pitch You want home as quickly as possible You don't want to speak to anybody But in these cup finals That feeling of standing on the pitch Watching your rivals lift a trophy Lives with you for a long time It's not an experience that you want uh, to have uh, or, or on your CV And it's pretty tough So that's that's one of the main differences Plus the build up I think the fans going You know they love the fact that it's the first trophy of the year You know it's 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 a slight marker Because the finals now in December Slightly different from when I played It was in March So it was maybe a big thing in the title running But it's still the first trophy mm. And it gives you a wee boost And it's great for the fans going along And getting that one up And, and they've got silverware So that's the main differences Huge pressure Not going to lie No matter how many cup finals you've played in Or won There's huge pressure When it's an old firm uh, cup final. Do you remember about that game then, and perhaps the, the way it went? That, uh, do do you remember stuff yeah, like that? Uh, yeah. A bit of a blur. No, that season you in can't particular. Remember the Rangers team at Beam. <laughs> Seriously though. No, in that season, what I remember um, was Neil had, had formed a, a pretty good team who were playing good football, pretty much similar to to what Celtic are doing just now. You know, fast football going forward, always attacking, and I felt at that time, me personally, going into that game. That we were favourites We had a good team at that side, uh, that time um, And going forward We're scoring plenty of goals And I thought we were favourites going in And Rangers scoring early on If I remember Not particularly great goal From Davis But it crept in it So the first one wasn't back. great The second one was lucky no, I'm no, seeing no, a theme here I see exactly the... Give another five minutes You'll be man of match Changing the score <laughs> <laughs> But uh, That kind of set us back uh, Joe Edley scored uh, A header And I thought We'll go on and win this game but it didn't quite work out that way We had too many players That probably weren't at it in the day mm. And Rangers then You know pushes all the way And we found it incredible hard in extra time So of course I remember it And they're tough games to play in But 
They're ones that you remember the rest of your life How well do you remember it then? Greg Wilde, Stephen Davis and Nikita Jelovic played for Rangers That's a part of the team Papach played well Papach, done Papach, yeah <sighs> no. Did Kyle Lafferty play? He did Yes Oh well, yeah Alright, any more for you? Oh yeah, yeah, I've got one more He must have been the captain David Weir was he there at that time? Brilliant Six down, five to go We'll get them next Keep your calls coming Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors They play to win Every time Talk to Thompson's.com Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard 0141 951 1025 Still time for you to get your calls in Ahead of Sunday's League Cup Final Let's check in on tonight's teaser though Ian McIntosh says Can you name the starting 11 for Rangers The last time they played Celtic In a League Cup final The reason we're asking Mark Wilson He played in it uh, Do not too bad You've got David Weir Sasa Papach Stephen Davis Greg Wilde Kyle Lafferty Nikita Jelovic I'll take one more guess each At this point I'll go for Whitaker at right back Well done Did you come up with that yourself? Yeah <laughs> uh, Alan McGregor And goals No <laughs> You were right you're a, you're a, honestly, you're a what? What are you going to say there? <laughs> oh, careful! You're good at this. <laughs> I thought McGregor. Did you two debate this at the break? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I think I think that you said that McGregor was in goals prior three or four weeks. I thought Walter always rotated the goal. Was it Alexander by any chance? It was Neil, Neil Alexander. Alexander. Yes. <sighs> okay, you've only got three to get, so leave it there. We'll try and get them before the end of the show. Derek is a Rangers fan on the line. Hi, Derek. Hi there. What's your take like on, on last night, Derek, then, and, and looking ahead to Sunday as well? Uh, I think uh, Celtic were equalising in the last nine minutes explains everything. I don't think uh, Celtic's going to run away with us on Sunday. I think it's 50-50. I think Rangers always going to be, Pataudry's always going to be a hard game because Aberdeen always raises a game against Rangers. Uh, and Celtic are underestimating us. Because we've done amazingly in Europe. Uh, Alfredo, he's he's in fire. He's he's in fire. We've got the four there. Eduardo's meant to be not fat. I definitely fancy our chances. I don't know uh, where all the odds are coming from. Mm. That uh, Celtic's going to. Oneness. I mean listen Derek Fans will always have that Bravado leading up to games Celtic fans might be confident But do you really think Neil Lennon And the Celtic players Will underestimate Rangers? I I don't I see, see Today I was down today Thinking about the result But In, in the long run After Celtic Celebrating the way The, the way they were I think The uh, The no Rangers Are definitely coming And I think I think Sunday on I uh, Hamden a different a different no 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 home advantage I think I think we just uh, all win this. Well, I don't think Celtic will uh, underestimate Rangers by by any means. Um, the way they celebrated last night, I think any team would do that when it was so close and they scored in the last minute. Uh, I mean, it, it will be incredibly tight. Both me and Daz have said that I think a lot of people are saying that I mean I don't even know what the odds are saying But There's one thing for sure I'll be I'll be frantic I'll be quick Both teams can score goals um, So It's an incredibly difficult one to call I don't know how much bearing Last night will have I think it's a totally different game You know you're 
You've got a rest for the league And the pressure that that brings It's a one-off game And who knows how Each manager will approach it You never know if they, they just You know Take the take the reins off Some of their players And say go ahead And just win as a cup Rather than Try and defend That's why I'm looking forward to it It's going to be an exciting one The handing factor Gordon Looking forward to that Because We've been here a couple of times In, in semi-finals Which obviously went the way mm. uh, Of Celtic We've made so much about Home advantage this season And if you look at the Four meetings between the sides Last season The home side won them uh, Celtic managed to break that At the start of this campaign By going to Ibrox And getting the, the victory Is that more for, for us On the outside Do you think that Impacts that the game or the players in any way The fact that it's this sort of you know 50-50 splitting Well the argument will be Celtic <clears throat> Recently know how to win at Hamden uh, They're very good at it um, But I don't think it'll come into play Gordon I don't think last night's results will come into play either I just think it'll be a completely different build up Once the players are rested Start a preparation probably tomorrow All eyes on Sunday Three o'clock Sitting there Atmosphere incredible and I'm like Mar just now. I would like to wait to see who's fit, who's not fit, teams, because it is so so tight. You've got to say that. Derek, from a Rangers perspective, is there anyone that you definitely want to see start? Any particular changes that you would make to the team for Sunday? Uh, definitely, Kent and Morelos are uh, our key men, and our midfield uh, need Jack to push forward, and he's definitely a danger man as well. Uh, comes into midfield Maybe bring Arfield further forward Well you've been listening You're agreeing with Gordon DL That's always a worry um, That's what you would go for Gordon isn't it? Yeah I would go with Arfield uh, I think Kent can give you the width and the pace I think Arfield with the movement And Morelis through the middle Try to cause problems I think that's a good balance uh, Whether Stephen Gerrard thinks that Or on Sunday I don't know if it is to be Frimpong or if it's to be Bauer, does that is that battle one that you would be keen to keep an eye on, yeah. Kent against whatever one yeah. of them? Yeah, because Kent. And if it's Frimpong, you'd imagine he he want to do stuff going the other way well, as well. It's not that, all about. Defending. That's the way Frimpong defends. That's that's a clever thing about him. He plays that high that he forces the wingers back uh, back the park and whether he's up there and playing up against Kent, what does Kent do? But Kent, listen, Kent's a a marquee signing in Scotland. Seven million pounds he was brought in for. Uh, he he's shown flashes uh, this season that he can he can turn a game by putting him on the top corner like you seen a few weeks ago at Hamilton. He's been brought in for games like this, showcase games at Hamden Cup Finals. He's been brought in to perform at this stage, so it'll be a fascinating watch. If if as a young kid from Pong, it'll be fascinating because I think he's I think he's played brilliantly in the half dozen games or seven or whatever games he's played, and it'll be fascinating mm. against Bauer. I think Bowers probably less mobile than Frimpong, so maybe Kent would fancy his chances better against him. But who knows who Neil will pick? But it would certainly be a fascinating watch in that area. Looking at Kent last night, Gordon, and then thinking back to you know when he first came in the times that we've seen him here, nobody really doubts his his ability in terms of his close control, his footwork, the way that he can he can drift past people. Has the key for Rangers always been to try and get him to do it as high up the pitch as possible in the areas that are really going to Hurt other teams Yeah I think I think especially Second half Last night Gordon I was watching him And he was doing All his good work Away from the goal And I think If you're the opposition You're thinking Yeah go And then you'll not Really hurt us In those areas 
I think that Stephen Gerrard will be encouraging him on Sunday. He'll definitely play on Sunday, March, right? That's what he was uh, bought seven million pounds for. He will definitely play, but I think he will be encouraging him to try and do his best work further forward and try and create something to uh, you know punish Celtic. Because as I said last night, I thought he was too deep, but he's certainly a big game player. He's a terrific talent. As I say, it's going to be battles. Once the teams come in, we'll be able to pick battles all over the park. And whoever comes out on top, probably with a little bit of luck, will win the cup. Mm. Um, thinking back to last night as well, Mark, it's gone under the radar just a little bit because Scott Brown's going to get the headlines because it's the dramatic late winner. There's always a big game at Pataudry. Ryan Christie scoring yet again. Mm. Is he the main man for Celtic or certainly in the top couple if you had to pick? Uh, yeah, he is the main man I mean, Scott Brown Fantastic again And he does such a good job At driving the team on Even the last minute But Ryan Christie I think is the one That makes it happen He plays at such a high tempo This guy I, I mean, even when he's not got the ball I mean, if Celtic are, are attacking And he's not on the ball He makes runs in behind He makes it difficult for defences Or if he's pressing He does it at such a high tempo And everybody seems to react mm. from him uh, A hugely influential figure And we keep going back to it A year and a bit ago we would never have thought it But he's the main man Derek and Airdrie Thank you very much for the call Just time left to recap Tonight's teaser from Ian McIntosh Can you name the Rangers Starting 11 The last time they played against Mark Wilson and Celtic In the League Cup Final 2011 You've got Neil Alexander Stephen Whitaker, David Weir Sasa Papach Steve Davis Greg Wilde Kyle Lafferty Nikita Yelovich Naismith Stephen Naismith Yep Good one, good one No, you Who? told me we just went in one Two Two mm-hmm. uh, Your centre half uh, Bagheera Yep Yeah And the last one This is one of the best performances I've seen from you two On a teaser That's well, because you you've, in the game. you've set the bar pretty low But yeah, <laughs> but too badly Right one more Quick Kyle Bartley No Oh you've done that deliberately You've <laughs> Done what deliberately You knew I was going to say him Did I Did you No uh, Must be a forward Why Centre midfielder Come on, centre midfielder. Uh, Quick, centre midfielder. Centre midfielder for Rangers now. Time. Give us a clue. Kurt Broadfoot. No. No. He. Oh. Play the tune. Hurry up! The tune's playing. <laughs> Morris Edu. Morris Edu. Well done. You got it ah, right at well the end. Done. Thank you, Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel. We are back. Tomorrow at 6 Stephen Miller's up next Tomorrow the build up Will be cranked up a notch Even further with Hugh Keevans And Jim Duffy Make sure you join us Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Compensation you deserve. When there's been foul play, talk to Thompson's.com.